you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. I do want to actually address, you might find that today's episode might sound a little different and it will. Why? Because I currently, I live in Los Angeles. I live in the city center in the middle of everything that's happening right now. And just as much as I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room, I too want to come across as transparent as possible, which is why I'm sharing and recording this podcast from my living room with my windows open. So you might hear helicopters, you might hear sirens, you might hear, I don't know what, but you will hear exactly what is going on and what is happening because to me, it didn't feel authentic to record this podcast and block out all the noise of everything happening around me. That's just not the world that we're living in right now. And especially right now in the middle of everything that's happening to me, closing those windows would be a way in essence of silencing part of the movement, even if I was addressing it in this podcast. So, um, yeah, so that's why I have chosen to, to start this off a little bit of a different way. So if it gets loud, if it gets rowdy, Hey, welcome to real life. Um, so yeah, moving forward, I've had a lot of people ask me lately, you know, what is the travel industry doing? Hey, hey, Sarah, you're the, you're our travel or go-to travel person. We see what you're doing in Los Angeles, but like, what are companies in the travel industry doing? Certainly companies that are based within the United States. And you know, that's a little tricky and it's interesting. And, and I want to dissect that a bit. Um, we've certainly seen, you know, different companies like Delta, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Royal Caribbean, Four Seasons, um, the CEO of Marriott, Arnie Sorensen, Hyatt, the CEO of Hilton, Best Western. Um, they've all come out and, and they've, they've said a lot of things. It's also important to note um, the CEO of Salamander Hotels is a a black, an African-American woman as well, and which is amazing. And I, I definitely suggest that a lot of us look towards her as well. But here's the thing. This is, this is why people have been asking questions. They have addressed what's going on, but maybe not so overtly, so publicly. You know, the, they're, they've chosen to almost address their companies internally, whether by sharing letters, um, you know, open letters, addre addressing their employees. And, and there hasn't really been as of now, which it's, it's Wednesday, uh, June 3rd, you know, there hasn't been huge announcements as far as like policy updates or product announcements or, or anything. Um, I mean, a lot of it was also silenced yesterday due to the protests, but people are now kind of itching for, okay, thank you for being silent with us, but what can we expect moving forward? So it's interesting though, it's because we, we understand that they're, they're, they're kind of, they're working towards it slowly. They're addressing it internally and, but we're wanting something more externally, but but let's take a moment to actually look at what's happening at the travel industry. And I'm sure a lot of you are on here because you probably work within the industry and, and you're definitely not, um, you know, you're definitely fully aware of what we've been going through the past couple of months. And by the way, 
back in March when we kept saying we are living in unprecedented times, and certainly we were with the pandemic sweeping across the globe, and unprecedented times in something like this, taking out a whole industry, the travel industry at that, something that's so big and so much a part of our global fabric. And now on top of that, to be living in the United States and living through this historic moment. My goodness, what a time. What a time. So I certainly hope that all of you are taking the time to, especially if you don't live within a major city, if you are taking a moment to fully understand what we are going through. Because I understand that you might live in the suburbs or you might live somewhere else and maybe the ramifications on the travel industry hasn't felt super real to you. Maybe the whole, the energy and what's going on with the Black Lives Matters movement doesn't totally resonate with you because of a distance and, the, and there's a sort of... Um, yeah, this distance really. And, and so just, I urge you to try and bridge that gap and close that gap because it is uh, very interesting times that we are living in. And I feel that it almost does, does oneself a disservice to, to be a little bit away from it because it's kind of electrifying. Um, so stepping away from that. Um, okay. Let's look at the travel industry. We know what can we actually what can we expect from an industry what's fair to accept expect from an industry that's literally gasping for air an industry that's trying to keep from drowning an industry that's on the verge of bankruptcy what's fair to ask because they're def- they're definitely part of the conversation of black lives matter for sure but what's how how can we navigate this i mean Look, right now, it's very obvious the U.S. travel industry is bogged down in its own business survival at the moment. They're just trying to survive. You've got thousands of hotels and restaurants closed. Airlines are grounded. Many that might not even reopen or fly commercially ever again. So they're trying to just figure out how to pay the bills. So in regards to what's going on in the United States, what can we ask for? I I think asking for money is not necessarily fair. We've seen Bank of America, they're, you know, they're dedicating money to different funds. Awesome. Okay. What can the the travel industry within the US do? Well, okay. If they're on the verge of bankruptcy and they're getting bailouts from the government, is it we can't ask them to donate money, but I think it is appropriate that maybe that we can make sure that they take that money for their employees and pledge to hire more people of color moving forward. And not only that, but promoting people of color from within, because this is to say, I mean, I think that's so much of what, what is, for those of us that work in the travel industry, why we love it so much is that we are, we're part of the industry is you're working with people from around the world. Um, you're working with people of different skin colors, of different ethnicities, of, of all of this. And that's part of the excitement um, and the beauty, I think, of the industry. But it's not to say that the travel industry can't do more. You know, I mean, do they feel like their hands are tied? 
like with big government bailouts or big gestures too polarizing for the industry when all they really want is they need more customers. Not to say that that's an excuse by any means. I'm just exploring different different possibilities. Are they are, are they even looking at, at taking a deeper look at themselves as far as as how they're internally structured? You know, again, like what are those those executive boards made up? What is the the makeup of that? Like, is it an old boys club? Is there are there more people of color? Are there more women? Are there more minorities? That I really hope that they take this time to really re-examine their internal structure and they do work towards being more inclusive because, I mean, that is what travel is about. So I ask us to maybe look at it in a different way. And I know that we're focused, like, what can the travel industry do for the movement? And, and it will, and, and I fully believe that they will be doing more as, as they kind of come up with um, policies and protocols moving forward. But an interesting question is, how can we use the travel industry for the movement? So we switch it. We switch it around a little bit. And I come back to the purpose of travel, because why do we travel? Like, what, what can we learn from it? I mean, the whole thing is, is that travel, you ask people and so many people travels a a form of freedom travels a form of education travel is a form of of opening our minds by the way not only opening our own minds but opening the minds of people that we might interact with as well if we're traveling there is another point that i do want to bring up in regards to that is that so often people do look at travel as the way of like escaping their home life, escaping this. But it must be acknowledged that those individuals, those persons of of color, black, brown, whatever color, that might experience racism at home is, they don't necessarily, they can't use travel as a way to escape racism. There's no escaping that. They might escape certain daily pressures, but that kind of comes with them. So although travel is a means of, of educating people and looking forward, it's not, a, it's not a foolproof system in and of itself. So I do want to acknowledge that because I don't want to say that, oh, travel is just the be all end all, although it is certainly helpful to the matter at hand, but it might not necessarily just be there are so many levels and layers to it. And it was just important for me to address that. Um, Really interesting article that Skift put out uh, recently, and it was worthy of sharing. And I mean, here's the thing. They, They talk about it is after all, the travel industry in theory should be built on inclusivity because the foundation of travel is discovery and meeting and doing business with people from different cultures, races, ethnic groups, genders, and viewpoints. And breaking down those barriers. So so we understand this is what the basis of what travel is built off of. But it can do more. And it needs to do more. Because it isn't perfect. As we've discussed, so many of these companies, they talk the talk about diversity and exclusion. But their board members 
a majority of them are white men. It's too often this old boys club. So the other element to look at is, is even just in how they hire. A good number of their employees are minorities, different ethnicities, minorities, women, different sexual orientations. How can we examine it further? Uh, especially in a time where right now, so many of those individuals don't have jobs within the travel industry. Because in a time where it's last hired, first fired, we're seeing a disproportionate number of women and minorities in the, tra- in the travel industry finding themselves, you know, represented. They're, they're distant. They're virtually unemployed. Like, it's, it's a tricky time. So I say this for us to see how we can move forward with the travel industry. Dare I say, in a not-so-perfect system, that maybe we're not too quick to judge the travel industry. Um, And that's not to deter from the current matter at hand, but so many parts of the industry need to be fixed from the top down. The travel industry has been knocked down to the ground with the whole pandemic. So before we kick them while they're down, let's see how how let's see how they'll end up rising and addressing the elephant in the room. I expect some big announcements coming soon. I don't know what they are, but I know that they'll rise to the occasion because what I do know with travel and most certainly what I know with hospitality is that even in a time when they have nothing, they will give back. And I know for a fact that they do the best they can to give back. It might be they might have to get creative because they don't have a lot to offer right now. They're trying to just survive themselves. So I think when the, the travel industry comes up for air, so to speak, it'll be interesting to, we need to support and nurture what's happening. And honestly, I, I think it would be so much better for doing so. Um, All of this to say is that let's see what they end up doing and what they say. And let's continue to travel ourselves, to open our minds, not only for ourselves, but for the people that we encounter. Because this is, I think, such a critical element in what it means, in, in what we can do for the movement. So I will come back to that is how can we use travel for the movement? and to continue to support it in that way. And trust and know that the travel industry will come back and support the movement because it will. Just we have to give it time. So with that, I say, let's continue to say yes to travel because it is the best way to move forward um, in today's day. So thank you guys so very much. So uh, grateful that you guys were able to join. Uh, I hope you understand where I'm coming from in all of this, certainly in the middle of Los Angeles and and everything that's happening right now. And uh, I look forward to seeing how the travel industry will rise to the occasion because without a doubt it will. So anyway, thank you guys again. That's it for this week. Continue to say yes to travel because by far this is the best way to move forward.